Hey, what's up everyone? Coach Kyle here. And before we jump into this jam-packed, amazing episode, we're actually running a promotion. We're looking for four people to do our case study and it is a skinny fat promotion. Essentially, anyone looking to build muscle and lose fat at the same time, it is a paid promotion, but I can guarantee you're gonna get some incredible results. You're gonna feel so much better, the confidence, the self-esteem. You're gonna learn how to progress within the gym, and we're gonna help you with your nutrition, your training, your accountability, and so much more. So right now, once again, four spots available. Send us a message with the keyword skinny fat to our Instagram, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. We can't wait to hear from you, and we'll see you in the dms what is going on everyone welcome to another episode of the fit healthy and most of all happy podcast as always i'm your coach and host josh here with his co-host and co-coach kg and i'm in the house and we just want to give a quick heads up if you're looking for the youtube video of this today we are only doing this one on audio as well as our upcoming thursday episode just got some renovations going on at home so we had to call a little bit of a switch and we didn't have our normal filming situation but we will be right back to video next week and if you're part of our video gang shout out to you let us know that you missed the episodes because it's always good fuel to keep that going we are working towards eventually having a dedicated space just for filming so we can really make sure to make it our own make it really fun maybe get into live calls and continue to advance and grow but i just wanted to go ahead and get that housekeeping agenda out of the way but the great Great news is, of course, we're getting this podcast out. Of course, we have a killer episode because we're just like jam-packed with things to talk about. I know Kyle literally before this episode started, he was like getting a book, taking photos, taking notes. Like he's fired up. He's got things on his mind. He's ready just to drop some knowledge, some motivation, some energy into your day. So I think it's really important we let him kick this one off. Yeah, I'm really excited for this one. And I'm just going to jump right into the quote here. What seems impossible today will one day be your warm-up. And I love that because I think it's so easy for a lot of people to just think so far in the future, maybe think that they have so much room to progress. Sometimes we have those negative thoughts as well where like you may think I'm not as strong as I should be, I'm not as strong as I used to be, or just a lot of different self-limiting beliefs. And it's so important to realize. And I love these messages from like all my clients that say, hey, when I started, I was just bench pressing the bar or squatting the bar. And now I'm at 135 pounds, 200 pounds. And it's just a good reminder especially when it comes to just comparing yourself to others in the gym like when you see someone else and you have those potentially self-limiting beliefs and those thoughts that we all have as Josh said last week comparison is the thief of joy and it's something so important to remember so once again what seems impossible today will one day be your warm-up that's my quote for this week it is such a good point and this is a quote I definitely have said before because it, it hits me and it's something I think about often whenever I'm new to something, I'm stumbling, I'm awkward. It's really awesome to see that improvement and how natural things can come and how different they can be. Even this uh, weekend, we had a really cool opportunity to do this car experience where you get to drive a bunch of exotic cars. It's a really fun experience. And cars nowadays, especially really nice new modern cars, will have things called paddles. So it's like a manual slash automatic transmission where you can switch it on the fly. You can learn to do it and it's a ton of fun, but it's not necessarily something you want to learn in your own car because you don't want to be pushing the car too hard, pushing it to red line and stressing the car. But it was even amazing to see our friend who's never really driven anything like he's cruising around in his Mazda, which he loves, which is totally awesome. But it was cool seeing him in there. And at first you heard some questionable maneuvers and you hear it redlining a bit. You'd be like, ooh, <laughs> a little bit dangerous. But it was awesome to see how comfortable and 
how enjoyed and how quickly he learned that skill. And it's a good reminder to not be paralyzed to try things. Obviously, you want to try things intelligently, but I just think there's constant examples of this in day to day. You can even see in the gym, someone who's new, maybe they haven't been in there very much. They look a little bit awkward and it's amazing to see in six months how natural they are. They know everyone there. They're killing it. So it's such a good reminder that don't be down on yourself if you're just going a little bit slowly at things if things are a little bit hard uncomfortable you don't understand them that's what time and consistency can do and i think that is just a phenomenal parallel into my quote which is a very simple straightforward quote sometimes mine have been a little bit more thinking based but this one just straight and straight and forward so go confidently in the direction of your dreams live the life you've imagined so super simple but super powerful and what i love about this is i think it's easy to go in the direction of our green uh, dreams i think most people will do this but the word confidently is what really struck me and made me choose this today because it's so easy to second guess ourselves or say maybe i'm not meant to do this or i'm just not that type of person or this is too much for me to have success in or i'm just not that person who's happy all the time like that's not me but when you go in that direction with confidence yes you may stumble yes you may fall down but you're going to continue to find opportunity to get there and to learn and to grow and i think this is just a phenomenal reminder of that and for you to live the life you've imagined you got to have that confidence you got to see that path and see it through and yes there's setbacks yes there's bumps but when you just keep trucking forward you can't be stopped and you can only really fail if you quit so by just going after it setting that direction even if you have crazy ambitious goals or for the people we have clients that start at 400 pounds or over 100 pounds down it can seem unfathomable to lose over 200 pounds and end up at a healthy 200 pounds of body weight but once you do that first five you're like i can do 10 and then before you know it, you got 100 down and then before you know it you're right near where you want to be but you just gotta have that patience and that trust in the process and i think that was a great reminder so once again go confidently in the direction of your dreams live the life you've imagined honestly i really like that and i'm just gonna jump into my thoughts here and one thing that was standing out, especially as you heard Josh was talking about the supercar experience and we made a post recently on our Instagram, make sure you do follow that because every day we're posting something there, whether it's a post, the reels, like all that stuff, um, stories. And Josh wrote a good caption just talking about like the power of doing these million dollar type experiences. And what I really liked about it was the fact that it doesn't have to be necessarily driving a Ferrari, doing whatever it is, like these things, like these fancy dinners. But I think it's so important to have things that, yes, we always talk about discipline, but like things that motivate you, like things that push you, things that like when you reach some sort of goal that you're looking to accomplish, that we don't just like go past it, but we also take time to celebrate. We reward ourselves in different ways. And a lot of times you can do that with friends. You can donate to a specific cause that really you really like. There's so many amazing things that you can do and it just I think a lot of times like people will stay away from this type of stuff they'll kind of just live in like a box that they think they're supposed to live in and even like Josh said live the life that you've imagined this is something that's relating to his quote which is uh kind of fitting as well but it's just something to think about uh it's one thing that was really on the top of my head it motivates me like so much even our friends that we had to convince to come join us for this little six-hour car experience now they're like thinking differently they they're real estate agents and it's like a very motivating thing and just think about what motivates you, what pushes you, what's going to push you to go harder, to stay more consistent to whatever it is you're looking to achieve. And that's something that I'm really passionate about. 
And I mentioned this before, but when I think back to just being a child, and I'm sure a lot of us can look back with really positive, excited, happy memories. Like at nights, it'd be so hard to sleep sometimes because you'd be so excited for what's to come. Even if it's something silly like going to the zoo or having your birthday party with your friends. Like I think it's so important to say, how can I live a life that's too exciting for sleep? And it's so easy to go towards those cliches of saying, okay, well, if I live in a mansion and I'm a billionaire and I have a helicopter, but it doesn't need to be these big, crazy things. And this was a good example. Like this was about a six hour experience. I think it was maybe $600. So it wasn't cheap, but it wasn't expensive, but we got to drive like Ferrari, Lamborghini, McLaren, AMGs, like the best of the best cars. And it was a great way to pack a really amazing experience and to have that and to be inspired and to do something so fun and novel and new and it was an amazing opportunity to do that and just the same maybe you can't do the craziest things you want but you can go on a hike and enjoy that or any given day you could step outside your door and just explore your area and be in nature and take some deep breaths you could be in the worst situation in the world you could be in prison and you could still get a workout done you can still get there and do your breath and that mindset matters so much and having that strong mindset to adapt to a situation it's funny right now the construction i have going on my friend He's doing it for me, which is awesome. He's building me a killer deck. Shout out Train Carpentry in Toronto. He is beast in it, and it's been really awesome. And the other day, he was supposed to come in, but he had just purchased a house for himself. So he had mentioned how he's all like overwhelmed because it was pouring and his house was leaking. He just closed on this house. He had to get the roofing going, and he was just in this really bad situation. I could tell he was like, he's the most positive, happy guy, but I could tell he was really down on himself. And lately, I've been thinking a lot about our perspective on things and how we deal with it and for him when he said that to me I said isn't it awesome that you were home today though like it worked out so well he wasn't able to come to my house because it was raining I'm like if you weren't home your entire house would have flooded there would have been so much damage you would have been absolutely screwed yes it sucks that happened but the real positive of the situation is you are there and I mentioned before like the prison thing and it this is something that hit me I forget who it was but there was someone who was sentenced to prison who was actually wrongfully convicted and he said when he's in prison they can put him in prison they can take away his liberty but they will not take over his mind so he refused to go down to that he said it was his goal to be a positive influence on the other inmates to really focus on his breath work his self-improvement on his knowledge on learning how to navigate his situation in terms of the law to get out and I just think like when you look at those extremes, like if you were wrongfully incarcerated, how demoralizing that would be and how easy it would be to say, I'm so screwed, my life's over, this is impossible. And when we look at that with some of the problems we face in life where it's like, oh, it's hard for me to get to the gym today with how busy my schedule is. It really puts us in reality and it really kind of, it's that reality check we need to say, we can get these things done. We can have that perspective and We've spoken about it a lot of how we can either perceive things as good or bad and how there's always that silver lining, even in those worst situations. And I think this was a great way to bring that full circle. And once again, that's something that just has been on my mind. Just the same with this podcast, with the construction, we're thrown in a little bit of a loop and it's a different situation. We've been so consistent with putting this out on video. This will be the first week it wasn't on video, but instead of being upset about it and saying construction's going on, we're gonna have to skip the podcast. We're gonna let everyone down. It's too much work being in a new situation. We said, no, we're gonna get it done. We're adaptable. And yes, maybe it's being done at 70%. It's normal capacity in terms of there being no video, but I'm like, what's the silver lining here? 
me and Kyle are very excitable people. We love talking about fitness, fitness, health, and happiness. And it's our literal mission statement to make sure everyone can become fit, healthy, and happy because we believe everyone deserves that, that we get so excited that we speed talk a little bit. And that's something we've been working on and we've been making a very conscious effort to work on it. And it's a whole nother thing when you're being filmed and you're talking and you're doing all these things. But today we're like, let's make a conscious effort to talk a little bit slower, to just be really easy to understand to communicate what we need to say well so we took that negative situation instead of having that diminish the quality of our product even we're looking to enhance it so that's a great example of something we're always working on our mindset in our life i know it's easy for us to give these big abstract kind of examples but i think it really goes a long way when you look at it within the framework of our life and I love that because when Josh texted me and we were trying to, you know, figure out the situation, my first thought wasn't to like skip it or to move it to another day or whatever a lot of people would potentially think. I was like, man, okay, I've got a lot of other videos that I want to put together and put out for YouTube. So if you are looking, you can see on our YouTube channel, there's three to four awesome shorter length videos. There's lots of shorts. And that's like the way that I also like to think of the fitness journey. A lot of times we'll get asked a question when someone says, hey, I'm in Injured, like what what would I do my biggest thing is to focus on other things like of course it's tough if you can't get into the gym but there's so many other things that we can still do to make sure that we're progressing in different ways dialing in the nutrition dialing in the mobility like lots of other different things instead of just saying nope we're not doing anything this week and that's where I think a lot of people struggle is they don't necessarily look for opportunities they usually kind of look for that one little way out and then when they see that opportunity to go out and to stop doing something they take it and that's why I think some people do struggle and you know of course we have some great success with a podcast because of these reasons that we're like hey let's keep going and uh, let's keep staying the course but uh, one other thing that I, did anything else there or that's it for me cool um, I just had a random thought uh, a couple weeks ago I was just in the sauna and a gentleman was uh, talking to me about all the benefits and I mean they keep coming out it's endless like there are definitely some great benefits to longevity and uh, all that great stuff but he was trying to tell me how it's been proven that the sauna is better than strength training essentially and some people may think that because I'm in fitness I, I lecture people and I always talk about it but typically speaking I I try not to really engage as much I'll kind of just nod my head and say cool whatever like this guy's obviously stuck in his own way but the reason I'm bringing this up is because there's so many times people will hear something and they'll immediately just take it and be and run with it essentially so you hear a study sauna is great for longevity you know it does this there's all these great benefits helps you live longer and then instantly you think well, okay, I don't need a strength train. Now I'm going to go to the gym and I'm just going to do the sauna. Or you hear that cardio has great heart benefits, heart health benefits. And you're like, okay, well, awesome. I'm just going to do cardio. So the moral of the story is it's so important to take a look at the bigger picture. And even just when it comes down to going to the gym, like I truly believe, and this is a good reminder, strength training is one of the greatest things you can do, speeds up your metabolism, helps you have strong and healthy bones. It helps you be able to even just eat more. Like you look significantly better with lean muscle mass. The benefits are endless and there will be some things that come out that say, Hey, and people just say all these things as well. And it's just a good reminder just look at the bigger picture, focus on strength training. You'll get some incredible benefits. And that's uh, all I really had for thoughts that um, I'm excited and intrigued about this week. All right. Now we're going to go ahead and jump into our client shout out. 
This is a really important part of the podcast because this is where we can learn where someone was struggling, their specific barriers, how they broke through it, and how they're seeing success now. So who do we have for this week? So this week we have Whitney, and she has been working with me for a while now, but she's lost over 30 pounds, which is absolutely incredible. She's done Tough Mudders, Spartan Races. You know, she got her sister on board with coaching and she's absolutely crushing it and loving it as well. And it's just amazing to see when someone comes in and you can see the photos uh, on our Instagram, but what's even better is that there's actually a video that she created. Originally, I asked her for a video. We're switching it up a bit. We wanted to get things a little bit more personalized and do things a little bit differently on our Instagram. So make sure to check it out, Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. But anyways, I asked her for the video and she sent a four-minute testimonial and I had to showcase and say, hey, we've got to tighten this up a little bit. She said great things, but we want to make sure that her tips and everything that you know she's learned uh, comes through to you guys and you also listen to it and can learn from it as well but it's just amazing to see the mindset shift someone who just wasn't seeing progress someone who was struggling i'm so happy to just announce her as the client shout out for this week so amazing job whitney and for anyone who is looking to get the results that they deserve just get to the next level we're actually doing a really cool thing which we'll talk about in a bit but it is a skinny fat promotion so anyone who's looking to lose fat and build muscle it's an amazing opportunity we actually have four spots available all you have to do is message us with the keyword skinny fat to our instagram and we will take care of you and get you some next level results help you lose some body fat, help you build some muscle and just reach that next level of fitness. Don't miss out on this. If you're stuck in that in between, you will be blown away by the amount of progress you can see by optimizing and doing intelligently. It's so easy to say to ourselves, I'm going to figure it out. I'm just going to eat better. I'm going to train harder and it's going to come together. But I can assure you by getting in there and going about it in the really important, just tactful ways of improving every component of this journey is everything because it's not always more sometimes the less is more and it's just about making the right changes for you your lifestyle and your journey to help you see better results faster and when you do it's just amazing because it unlocks a whole new world of opportunity for you similar to what i was saying before like if you want to be going about things confidently in the right direction there's no better way to be confident than to have a coach who has now had over three thousand transformations as a company and why where we've worked through every type of person every type of obstacle every type of objection both personally and for our clients and we look forward to doing the same for you so once again you can dm us saying skinny fat letting us know your goals we'll see if you're a great fit and if you are we'll definitely accept you into the program and get some killer things going so once again you can dm skinny fat to us on instagram to at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t now into the mailbag so for the first question for this week we have i'm new to fitness but notice I'm in between a skinny and fat physique. My stomach sticks out, but my arms are super small. What would you suggest here? Does this ring a bell to something I was just saying? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And this is a great question. And we get asked this quite often because there's a lot of people who I find are in this scenario. We've helped hundreds, if not thousands of people in this exact scenario. So that's why we definitely have the right blueprint. But even for this question, like my first instinct is just to answer It depends. And it really does depend, especially for a lot of questions that we do get asked. I would say definitely depending on what photo someone sends us, like 
it really it really depends. There's some people who will really just need to focus on like fully dieting and just dialing that in. And then there's some people who like may have a little bit of stomach fat. It's not really bad, but they're just really skinny and they want and they should focus on being a little bit more of a surplus. So I would say to be completely honest, that's why having a coach and having someone give you the right blueprint is definitely going to be the right way to go. But it honestly, once again, depends on your situation. Um, some people should start in a bit of a surplus, you know, eat a little bit more, but it's very situational and that's where it is a little bit more challenging, but I did want to still address this question because I still think there's some really think great things that you can learn, but Overall, if you are looking to lose a little bit of fat, build a little bit of muscle, if you're around the maintenance side of things in terms of just the calories, um, it's amazing because if you do focus on strength training with the right protocols, the right periodization, all that great stuff, a lot of things kind of just come together. And we've seen this happen over and over again for a lot of people. And it's just amazing how that uh, how that works. But I would say the right program, depending on your situation, the right calorie range. And uh, from there, you just stay super consistent and uh, you'll notice that things start to come together. I'm sure Josh has some different viewpoints and some different thoughts, but that's uh, what I have for that question. Skinny fat is such a diverse problem. Like there can be a hundred different causes and reasons. And a lot of people are in this position. Perhaps you're that person that was always lean. You could always eat a ton of food didn't have to exercise much. People would always say they hate you because you always look good no matter what you did. And eventually life catches up. And I've seen more and more people in this pattern. And I think just the lifestyle in general will kind of lead to this type of body. Like if you're someone who's leaner, you move a lot, you play sports, you're active, you live life, but you're also enjoying life a little bit too much in terms of drinking and overeating that you kind of get the effect of this body. You'll see someone who looks pretty good, but they have some tone. They maybe go to the gym, but they have a bit of a stomach, uh, especially a very round stomach and it's pulling them forward. Oftentimes you'll see this from people that are lifting, but they're not really taking care of their nutrition themselves or their stress. And generally life will kind of pull you this way if you're not paying attention to the key factors you need to. And visceral fat is the fat you really want to avoid. It is definitely not the healthiest fat to have. So if you're in this position, like lifting obviously is going to help you to a degree, especially in this specific question where the question the questioner the person asking the question there they said they have really small arms but they do have a stomach that sticks out good opportunity to solve the arms is to actually get lifting tone your body be active in the gym be on a good routine that's going to build balance for you another issue too is when people don't lift they'll actually have their shoulders really pull forward and it makes it look worse causes the effect to be that much worse and when they actually kind of start to get a little bit of back strength and they get their posture pulled back that can automatically begin to make you look a little bit better. But most oftentimes with having a big stomach, you're really gonna wanna tighten up that nutrition, really be aware of what you're having. And you can see that come down, especially by having that balance. Because as I mentioned before, life kind of promotes you right now towards overeating, overindulgence, self-destructive behaviors. It's just commonplace. It's what happens. We're too busy. So we DoorDash in the easiest, quickest, tastiest thing. We can have unlimited access to it. We could be really good 29 out of 30 days of the month but maybe that one day you go absolutely crazy you're out partying you have a ton and then you have a ton of food and you you can kind of have those days stack on especially if you're in maintenance and then christmas comes your birthday comes summer comes and then eventually you can put on three four five pounds in a year and if you consider you do that over five years that could be 25 pounds of new fat of just life going on because 
we're not going to default to being in a deficit. So oftentimes we do have to kind of tidy up from some of these things or work on having a better relationship and balance towards eating, celebrating and all these different things. So it's hard to give a very tangible answer here. We have that entire episode on this that will help a lot. But if you are in this position, there are two types of people too. Some people will just have a little bit of a stomach sticking out. They'll be very, very lean. They'll actually do well to be in a slight surplus, lifting really heavy, but eating good, clean food, managing stress and you can just start to see the body naturally within noob gains see that change if you are someone who's already lifting a lot you're semi-aware of nutrition i'd probably recommend starting with a cut first and you will have more success there but once again this is something we specialize and we'd love to do this one-on-one with you and any obstacle you have any barrier anything in your situation we will solve it together and together we cannot fail so you can go ahead and dm us saying skinny fat to us on instagram at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t and we will take care of you those were some great answers and i think what kind of bothered me the other day was when i saw someone on instagram say if you're skinny fat just focus on building muscle that's it and it's just there's no one size fits all approach and i will say there's someone let's say for example who has really skinny arms they have a a pretty you know a gut hanging out something that they're not happy with if they just start focusing on building muscle eating in a surplus all that stuff it more than likely won't be ideal because a lot of times you'll get carried away you'll put on even more fat yes your arms get a little bit bigger but that's not going to be the right approach for you whereas there's someone who let's say just starts lifting they're so new they don't have a six-pack but their stomach's like just it's not bad. It's flat, but it's not necessarily exactly where they want it to be. For this person, focusing on building muscle, being in a bit of a surplus, spending that time, like Josh said, making the use of those noob gains, you'll see way better benefits there. So it's just, it's so important to remember. I know I said this, but it's so situational and you really have to take like a deeper look and have that person there for you to say, hey, no, this is what we're going to do. And that's why we will take care of you. So great answer there, Coach Josh. And we hope to work with some of you awesome people and get rid of that skinny fat physique. Yeah, if you're in this position, just get after it. And as long as you're putting that effort, like I said earlier, going confidently towards your goals, you will get it going. Oftentimes you are working against, like I said, a lot of those really excessive days, overindulgence, as well as just bad habits and especially sedentary work. It's such a pivot. And if you look at chapters of your life, and this is something I've reflected on too, when you're in high school, you think, oh, well, I have no money, no means. It's hard to get to the gym. I'm young. I don't need to train as hard. Then university, you think you're going to have all the time to train there, but then you're like, oh, I'm studying so hard. It's hard to train. I have no time. My situation's different. And then after that, you think once I have a steady job, it'll be easy then you have a steady job with weird hours and more responsibilities and it gets worse then maybe you get married and there's more complications with that having kids traveling like there's always something and it's really important that you learn to inject fitness within your life and any obstacle that comes there and if you're using your current situation as an excuse because that is truthfully what it is you're only going to continue to go downhill and not progress and you're going to regress worse and worse and worse and it's going to be harder for you to pull yourself out of that hole so if you're at a place where you're like i need to improve i don't like where i'm heading start making that change now just start getting after it use the tips in this podcast best thing you can do is lift consistently track your food be aware of you eat aim to eat healthier and move more and just doing that being aware of it and actually doing it not just saying you're going to do it is guaranteed to get you that change of course there's better ways to optimize that and you can do it a lot faster for instance doing it with us but i do want to see everyone succeed here because no one should be in a position where they're not happy where they are 
Next up we have, I've always wondered what's best to eat before a workout to ensure I get high quality workouts. Any thoughts or suggestions? So this is an awesome question. We've been asked this a lot, especially people that go to the gym first thing in the morning. You don't want to be destroying a huge meal because it's probably going to, you're going to feel a little queasy while you lift. So in general, if you just need something quick, I really love just getting like a banana in. I think it's an absolute awesome way to just get some quick carbs some glycogen in, especially if you need to bop out to the gym nice and early. You can't really go wrong with doing that. And it's just a simple thing that isn't too heavy. But in general, if I want like a good meal before training, I like to definitely save some space before. I think I can eat, I'm pretty good. Like I don't have much of a reflex in that sense where I could eat and go lift and be totally fine. I remember as a kid, like I used to get picked up from daycare and my mom would like have a bowl of spaghetti in the car and I'd go right to hockey and no problems. And to this day, it's something that's never bothered me. But digestion is very hard on the system. It's going to weigh you down. It takes a lot of energy and there's a lot that goes into it. So you are better to try and eat like at least 60 minutes, I'd say at the soonest before your workout. So the more you can space it, the better you'll be. But some protein in there is always good for energy. Fat will be really good for satiate, like just to keep you satisfied and it's a little bit slower burning. And then you obviously want a good mix of complex carbs and quick carbs. So for me, I train at about 9.30. I usually eat about eight every single day. Uh, and what I like to have is I'll do Greek yogurt. And the reason I'll do that is I'm getting in a ton of protein. I really believe it's important to start your day with protein. So I'll jack in as much as I can there. I'll have some granola, which is absolutely fantastic. And I'll get a good mixture of complex and simple carbs within that. And then I'll have a lot of fruit to just give me some quick usable energy glycogen for me to kind of just take advantage of for the gym. And then sometimes too, I'll mix in some healthy fats there from a variety of sources. So I've been doing uh, hemp hearts, which is just like hemp, which is absolutely awesome. You can do some peanut butter. You got a lot of different play there, but in general, you can't go wrong. I just wouldn't eat too much to wear your stuff and you can't focus and you're lethargic and I wouldn't eat too little where you're super hungry and you can't focus on your lifting. Very well said. It's really a personal question and like depends on your situation. Similar to the first one, it really does depend, but similar to Josh, I've played around with so many different things. We work out at the same time and I do find that for me personally, based off, even I'm always thinking of the rest of the day, if I'm thinking, okay, this is what I have in terms of the calorie allowance because later on for lunch, I'm having this and dinner, I'm having this and I've got this plan. So sometimes I'll change that based off of this situation. But I find for me like anywhere between three to 400 calories before a, tra- a strength training session, typically speaking, just like Josh, I'll have the Greek yogurt. But even if I have a smoothie, it's great because there's some fruits in there, some great carbs. Of course, I get some protein. I'll toss a scoop of protein in there and then usually a little bit of fat from like maybe a scoop of peanut butter or something like that. But I've always found that just having a little bit of carbs, protein, fat has just worked well for me and kind of meshed very well. But similar to what Josh said, like if I was to be on the go, like have to wake up, roll out of bed, get out there, like honestly, something like a banana, just some sort of fast digesting carb to me personally would be uh, very beneficial. I'm not a fan of it, um, but I have done it quite often of just like a protein bar. If I'm really stuck in a pickle where I'm like, I need to get out there type of thing. Um, and I find that that was kind of beneficial because of the protein and the carbs and just super easy to consume. But a lot of it just really comes down to where you're at, what the rest of your day is going to look like. And I can't say there's necessarily too much science where it's like, no, this is going to be the most optimal amount of food and the ratios and stuff like that. It's just, how do you feel? You know, and uh, that's the main thing to uh, question. I don't love having an empty stomach and that's just something that's more personal. I know some people love it and they think that that's perfect and that's totally cool, but just try different things out, see how it goes. And yeah, that's uh, my final answer for that question. 
All right, and last but not least, we have you talk about your great habits, morning routine, etc., that you have built up. Is there anything you'd say you need to improve on or would change? So first and foremost, we mentioned just talking a little bit slower. We've had definitely a few ticks that I don't even want to say because I don't want to bring to everyone's attention. And what I mean by a tick is like things we notice we say often, like think of ums and ands and things like that. And it's hard as someone who's not a pro speech person having such a big influential podcast, but we're aware of it and we're always trying to be better, to communicate better, to make sure it's just as easy as possible to kind of like just consume this content. So we're always trying to improve the quality of the content, the information in it. We're always learning, we're always reading. And this is one thing we know we both could do better on. And we have a lot of fun. We speak well. We're very thankful for that. But a good thing we have been working on is being very clear, slowing down a little bit, communicating the best we can. And I love looking to some really incredible podcasts where people just communicate so well. And I'm like, that's my goal. So, and I'm fine with that. I mentioned before, there's nothing wrong with not being perfect and everything. If we were just absolutely perfect, there'd be no fun in that without challenge. Like life wouldn't be very exciting. And it's fun to lean into challenge and not be too ashamed of like your shortcomings or things you're working on. And I think it's just a great reminder to do that. So that's one thing I've really been working on. I'll think of a few more. Well, Kyle says his. Challenge creates change. That's another one of my favorite quotes. And even the other day when I met up with Josh, I was just like, hey, what are your thoughts on a speech coach? And I was just thinking of it because I was like, there you hear about all these people especially some of my favorite podcasts and even some of josh's like they've all actually gone through that and it's definitely helped them out but i was just hey this is something that i'm definitely going to consider and i think will definitely help out a lot and uh yeah i'm excited for that uh journey and uh gonna take action on that but i would say the biggest thing for me is just like the ability to be present and still uh no matter what i just find that like my brain is just always going through different things I'm always thinking of different things I'm on my phone a little bit more than I should and it's something that I definitely want to work on it's something I've known that I've always wanted to make changes on um, but it's it's something that I, I think could be just I could have a lot of improvement and I think what really brought this to my attention was I started to reread the book Stillness is Stillness is the Key by Ryan Holiday. Uh, I'm a big fan of reading books when you're at different parts of your life. I know I said this before, but like I think sometimes people will read a book when it doesn't have much to do with what's going on right now. For example, let's say you're not really into investing, whatever, and then you just pick it up. It it won't mean as much to you. And I, I'm always a fan of like, what do I want to improve upon right now? Where could I use the most amount of help? All that other stuff before reading a book. And even today, as I was reading it this morning, they had said, uh, sorry, he had said, we do not live in this moment. We in fact try desperately to get out of it by thinking, doing, talking, worrying, remembering, hoping, whatever. And it's just, it's such a good reminder that like, it's so important to just be able to be so present. Even this morning, as I was reading the book, I was starting to think about Friday and what's going to be taking place there. We're going to F1, we're driving to Montreal, we're going to have a great experience. And I was literally reading this page, thinking about what time we're going to go down there, how it's all going to work out. And I'm like, man, what are you doing? So I'm sure a lot of you can relate where your brain just goes a million miles a second. Like we have so many thousand, we have thousands of thoughts a day. And for me, personally I just really want to focus on being more present there's sometimes I'm not enjoying the moment because I'm thinking about something else and even the supercar experience I had to force myself I'm like man what am I doing I'm in this crazy supercar and I'm thinking about this or I'm on my phone doing this so even one really great part that Ryan Holiday said was 
be present. And if you've had trouble with this in the past, that's okay. That's the nice thing about the present. It keeps showing up to give you a second chance. So that's my main thing that I'm focused on. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll, we'll keep you updated on how it goes. Yeah, past that. I mean, I don't know. I think everything. I definitely, I'd say I struggle with everything, but I also can be great with everything. Day to day, there's a lot of days I want to go to the gym, but I get it done and I'm able to see that through. I make sure I'm waking up and make sure I go to bed on time. And there'll be every blue moon where I, especially one thing will be particularly difficult because of what's going on, but I find a way to get it done. And I've just really been working on being grateful for what I can do and the opportunity with that. And I guess my biggest thing right now would just be innovation. So you don't want to just grow complacent, be doing the same workouts, the same intensity. It's always for me, how can I grow? How can I innovate? How can I optimize? And doing that in a way where it doesn't always feel like a chore to do those things, but to do it because I know I appreciate it. I know it makes me feel better. I know it gives me clarity. So doing it for the right reason, because you don't want to just live a checkbox life where you're just checking off the boxes day to day. I have really good email from Chris Williamson. Uh, it's called the Modern Wisdom Podcast. He's a beast. He kind of just talks about everything. He he speaks really, really well. And he mentioned how some people will just live their life just to do things for the sake of productivity, where they'll meditate because they know it'll make them work better. They'll go on a walk because someone on a podcast said it's better too. And like I think there's it's totally fine to be driven because we know the logical outcome of something, but it's important to enjoy that experience as well. Just presence, gratitude, and just the more you can lean into that, the happier you'll be. So when you're on your walk, don't just think about when you're getting home, what you're going to be doing, but look around, breathe in the air, see some new sights, just doing those things, appreciating your time in the gym, not rushing to get it done just to get it done, enjoying the workout for what it is. Like, I think that's a really, really excellent point. So that is kind of the biggest thing on the top of my mind right now, but just growing, like there's always an opportunity to grow and improve and we're all working on everything all the time. And that is absolutely okay. Absolutely. I could not agree more. And I'm really glad that you brought up those amazing points. So some killer questions for today. I want to thank everyone who submitted them. If you have a question for me and Kyle, whether it be about fitness, nutrition, happiness, well-being, South growth, anything, something silly, what's our favorite color, feel free to ask it on Instagram to at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Me and Kyle are in those DMs. We're happy to answer and we love getting great questions because if it's a question you have, chances are someone else has it as well and that's going to help them grow. Before we close out today's episode, I just want to ask for a small favor. If you like our podcast, tell people you like it. Word of mouth is such a powerful way to get this podcast out to more people. If you could share this episode to your Instagram story, that'd mean the world. We see every person who does that and it just puts such a big smile on our face because even if you got 10, 20, 30 followers or 300,000 followers, it helps more people find this podcast to really get this amazing information on how to become fitter, healthier, and happier. And it helps us grow so we can keep making bigger, better, and just more powerful content. So if you could take a few seconds to do that, to share it, to let someone know you like it, it would really mean the world. So thank you everyone for tuning in and thank you everyone who does that. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace out.